This episode of Running From Cops contains some pretty rough scenes of policing on television, as well as audio of people in distressing situations that you might find upsetting. We're also going to do a lot of bleeping of names to protect privacy. Thanks for listening. Previously on Running From Cops. Live PD, Spokane, home of drugs and domestics. Spokane is the white trash capital of the Northwest. Spokane needs some hygiene, to put it nicely. I can, as a city, say, there's parameters if you want to put this on TV and make money off of somebody's mug in my city. We could ban them for all we want. They're making money. A lot of TV fans are saying not so fast to this possible ordinance. One of those against the regulation is Spokane's sheriff. This thing has tapped into something that I can't explain. Meth or heroin, James? Mm-hmm. All right, James, you have the right to remain silent. How's it making you look bad? It makes you look bad. Well, no, it shows what we're dealing with. It shows what society's dealing with. First of all, bravo to the deputies Absolutely. involved there. That was an incredibly dangerous situation. How does showing the victim on the worst day of their life with a camera in their face help the situation at all? Somebody's got to explain that to me. Episode 5, The Worst Day of Your Life. If I've told you once, I have told you a thousand times, nothing is funnier than people getting hit in the nuts. And no one knows this better than America's Funniest Home Videos. America, America, Still on the air after 30 years. I know it's super saccharine sweet, but I'm telling you, it's still funny. I can't show it to you, of course, but you'll get it anyway. The pool fool. This right here is a clip of three guys playing pool. You're gonna miss. He's taking a shot. Cue ball right to the nuts. And here's a kid attempting to skateboard down the railing of the stairs in front of his high school. And... Bannister right to the nuts. It's the best. America's Funniest Home Videos launched in 1989, just a few months after cops did. They're cousins. Because the technology that made cameras versatile enough to fit in the back of a cop car, that same technology also put those cameras in the hands of consumers so they could finally capture their own stupidity on camera. But that is where the two shows diverged. America's Funniest Home Videos turned personal humiliation into catharsis. We could all get in on the joke. All you gotta do is send in your video. Cops went a different way. Cops figured out that if someone is suspect enough, that their humiliation could make for a different kind of ratings hit. Just check out the Cops Special Edition episode, Morons on Parade. One through six, take your pick. You'll get the drift. Or, if you're in the Christmas spirit, you can watch the compilation of sex worker arrests that they do around the holidays. They call it Ho Ho Ho. Get it? Humiliation on cops isn't shared. It's aimed. And now, there's Live PD. And Live PD, they are taking it to a whole other level. On today's show, the people who ended up on the wrong end of the Live PD cameras. And the lengths that Live PD will go to fill hours of live policing each week. Oh, and also, is it even really live? I'm Dan Taberski. This is Running From Cops.
Spokane Falls is beautiful. Over 200,000 gallons of water a second plummet into a gorge that the falls have carved out. And there's a suspension bridge that you can walk over and get a face full of mist. Downtown Spokane was built around this constant rush, and it seems sleepy by comparison. A few hundred yards from the falls, you can see City Hall, where they're debating whether to restrict shows like cops and live PD from shooting in Spokane. There isn't anything preventing the police chief from saying no. Four and a half miles to the north, that's where cops filmed a man in 2017, overdosing in a mix of meth and heroin, who we met in a previous episode. David, we know what she takes, we know how to help you. And about 10 miles to the east, that same year, just before Christmas, cameras captured this. Live PD, season two, episode 21. We're live in Spokane Valley, Washington, where moments ago, officers responded to a report of a domestic dispute. It's snowing. There's maybe six inches on the ground already. It's fluffy and wet, perfect for a snowball fight. Excuse me. Oh, is she drunk? A Spokane Sheriff's deputy is responding to a disturbance. Then why you sit on the floor crying? I'm never drunk. Okay. So you aren't arguing, you're just drunk and obnoxious is all? They find a woman in her late 30s, sitting on the floor of what looks like a trailer behind a regular house. She is drunk. Drunk, drunk. And apoplectic. Do you have shoes? Let's walk out for Come on. Let's get you out of this nice gentleman's trailer so he can enjoy his evening. They don't explain where or why they're even moving her, and they don't wait for shoes. They drag her through the snow in her pink socks. Okay. They run a check on her name, and a warrant comes up, a failure to appear. You got a felony warrant for possession of stolen property, okay? What possession of stolen property? I don't know. Come on, let's walk. Okay. You're arresting me for nothing. I have no... They cuff her in the snow in her socks. You can see her breath. Please don't. I'm not. I'm not. Please don't. Hey, relax. Just make sure you have anything on you. I have no shirt underneath. So what? You have a sweatshirt on. It don't matter. I'm not a whore. Okay, good. The officer arrests her and her boyfriend. He's got a warrant, too. And he puts them both in the same cop car. And host Dan Abrams gives this commentary at the end of it. Seems those who steal together stay together, and uh, they're together now in the back seat of that car, both with outstanding warrants. And that's it. We don't see her again in the show. Let's go to Richland County in South Carolina. Both Sergeant Tapp. I'm going to just kind of mic it. like it's back weird. And forth. It's like I'm being you know, interrogated, but, you know, not by, you know, police officers. You know? <laughs> and I can remember it this time. <laughs> um, her name is Amy. My producer Henry and I met her at her parents' home in Spokane Valley, on a street that dead ends at the Spokane River, a quieter part before it starts to fall. An old Jeep is in the driveway. Amy doesn't ask us in. We sit and talk on a couple of lawn chairs in the front yard, still patched with melting snow. Do you remember it at all? Just bits and pieces. She tugs at her plaid flannel shirt against the chill. That afternoon, I remember having a drink, and I'm a drinker, obviously, and I have no recollection after this just cup of alcohol. 
Do you remember the cops showing up? No. Literally, do not no, remember I have it. No fucking clue. Do you remember? Do you remember the cops picking you up and helping you out of the house? Do you remember walking through the snow? I don't even remember them reading me my rights. You saw the cameras. I have no recollection of that whole time frame, gentlemen. Don't even remember the cameras. Mm -mm. I didn't start actually really remembering things until I was in booking. I woke up in booking, and I guess I had a mask on my face. A what? A mask on my face, because I guess I was spitting. And uh, it was just really embarrassing, you know? Can I ask you, I mean, is that something that happens? Have you blacked out before? Often? You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. I'm Not just... often. Probably like the fourth time I blacked out when the police were around. Question. How does someone that drunk, blackout drunk, consent to be on Live PD, a live television show? The answer? They don't. So did you, con- did you consent? No. Obviously not. Did they talk to you about the fact that you were on television? The police? Yeah. No. So this is the first thing we figure out. Whereas cops says they get permission from everyone who appears on the show, although we saw how that pans out in real life, Live PD does not. Live PD and A&E wouldn't answer any questions about their show. But from what we can gather from the handful of times they have talked to the press, their argument is that because they are live, it's more akin to news, not entertainment. And so they say they don't need permission. You're on the show whether you like it or not. I asked the cops actually while I was in jail. I was like, dude, isn't that against the law? You know, don't I have a right to say if I want to be on TV or not? You know, because I have kids, dude. And, you know, no, they did not get no permission from me. I wish they would have because I would have said no. Strangely, Sheriff Ozzie, the county sheriff and Live PD's biggest cheerleader in town, not even he seems to understand how consent works with Live PD. When I asked him if they got consent from suspects. And, you know, that's the amazing part is they do. Live PD? Live PD. How does that process work? Do you know? If you notice, there are times on Live PD that you'll see somebody's face grained out. Mm. There you go. That's why they didn't give consent. All respect to the sheriff, but this is just not correct. Yes, there are times when Live PD blurs out faces, and we'll get to that, but Live PD does not get consent from subjects when they are aired live. And I gotta say, Sheriff Ozzie doesn't seem to have given much thought either way to how this might affect his constituents. Can a drunk person give consent? I don't know. Shouldn't you know that? No. I'm not the courts. The courts would have to to decide if they can or or not uh, give consent. So I don't know. Yeah, and I was in the snow in just my socks. Yeah, what was that about? They drug me from the snow from what i seen. Um, I wish I could see it because I got too humiliated to like actually watch it. A lot of people watch live PD. Do you, what do you imagine they're watching it for? To watch fucking drunk-ass idiots, you know, make fools of themselves like myself. I'm sorry to be like that, but they're just fucking... They have no problem belittling you and humiliating you and degrading you. Just laughing at me and, you know, and stuff and booking and just, you know, some of them calling me names, you know. What were they laughing at you for? Because I had made it on live PD. 
In fact, by the time Live PD was on again the next night, they had already edited footage of Amy into the open of the show. A hot mix of the most salacious moments, with Amy exclaiming, Just the most humiliating part of a humiliating situation. And this goes farther than a one-time embarrassment. This has real impact on Amy's life going forward. And then for them to say I'm going to jail on a fucking, you know, stolen property, Jesus. Because now everyone's assuming that you stole property instead mm-hmm. of or somebody going Yeah, to before property. I even fucking go to trial, you know? And, you know, like, if I don't beat my trial, thanks a lot, fucking live PD, you know, like... You think this will be evidence? Oh, yeah. Okay, so just imagine I'm going through trial. So, well, didn't you make it on live PD? Do you understand what I mean? Like, already I look like a piece of shit. You know, that's fucking... Another nail in my coffin, and it's just like, you f- Yeah. I can hear what some of you are thinking now, by the way. Some of you are thinking, well, don't commit crimes, and you don't have to worry about all that. Don't get blackout drunk, and you want to end up on live PD. It's an argument made about cops, too, all the time. But that makes ending up on live PD or cops part of the punishment. Extrajudicial punishment. It's not bad luck on Amy's part that she ended up on the show. It's department policy, arranged by a contractual agreement between law enforcement and a television show to not just arrest certain people, but to film it and put it on TV. And people like Amy, well, they get what they deserve. Have you ever had any good interactions with the police? Yes, once, a long time ago, um... There was a police officer once. I was walking down Empire, you know, and it was winter. I didn't have a coat, no shoes, just a blanket. And he actually gave me a ride in his, you know, car to um, a woman and a battered women's shelter. Um, I never forgot that um, because they're not supposed to do that. Um, They're not all assholes, but, like, the majority of them, yes, are. And it's nothing I would not say to their face, you know, like. I'm getting that sense. You know, we all know this, you know. like. (laughs) Before we left Amy, she mentioned something that I did not expect to hear. And then the following week, they uh, put my friend on live PD, actually, and then she went to jail. What are you talking about? um, Yeah, Jessica. Of course, this strikes me as strange. What are the odds of two people who know each other being on the same reality policing show one week apart? I went to jail and then my friend went, fucking the week later, if you actually do your homework, you'll actually see it's probably in the same area of vicinity. And How far are we now from where that was? In a car, like probably five, ten minutes. Oh, super close. <laughs> so we go. And a mile or two away, we find the house that Jessica is staying at right now. It's her mom's place. The front door opens before we get a chance to knock. Hello. Hey. Hi, how you doing? Good, looking for Jessica. Yeah, she's here. She's uh, She just jumped out of the shower. Really? Yeah. We can um, wait. Yeah, I'm totally cool. I think I, I was just saying, what should I do? Oh, I can. I mean, if it's... Oh, dude, I, I don't, don't want to wake you guys out. This guy's name is Andrew, Jessica's boyfriend. And we're not even here to see him, but then he just launches into this story. All I know is they got me to sign something. I don't know if it was the same people, though. Because I, was, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was just sitting there looking at my car with a flashlight. What the are you poli- talking about? Live PD or something like that? You were on Live PD? I don't know. What it, well, I don't know if they broadcast it. But 
Turns out he says he was filmed by Live PD too. And then he starts telling me about all these other people. Wait, what other guy? Uh, no, uh, that's one of the guys that we're writing his name down that you guys can talk to. That we've been on Live PD? Yeah, we're trying to think of everybody that we know. And we know. How many could there possibly be? What's up, guys? On Live PD? Raising the question, what's a person gotta do to not be filmed by Live PD in Spokane these days? Jessica invites us in, her hair is still wet. Thick ropes of cigarette smoke snake around the room. She's welcoming and a little frazzled, given the day she's already had. Like I said, I just got off the transport after this three-hour drive this morning. And transport. was in booking from Benton County Jail. Jessica has had a rough go. She's an addict, has been for a while. Do you go into rehab? Yeah. Is that, I guess it's hard to be excited for rehab. Um... It's whatever, you know. Um, when are you going? Um, this week. So we just get right down to it. How many people do you know who have been on Live PD? I can think uh, of two close friends of mine. Zane Long, Ellsworth. I was going to send a group message out and say, hey guys, um, Chris, I'm pretty sure Chris and uh, Brian were on there. Together? Huh? Together? I do believe so. Yeah, Gary was on there the night I was on there with me. Yeah. Any was on live PD TV. I think Kathy was too. Kathy went to prison though. She's talking about people who she thinks may have been filmed for live PD, not necessarily aired. But even if it's only half of those people, it's only a three hour live show. How many people could they possibly be filming? Well, that's the other thing about live PD. Live PD, not totally live. They hedge their bets. They actually send crews out at all hours, filming arrests and banking them. So if it's a slow night of policing, they can just slap one of those on the air and say it's earlier, like this. We want to show you something that happened earlier in Spokane County, Washington. The implication is earlier today, right? Like a couple of hours ago? Jessica's arrest happened over three weeks before it aired. And actually, Jessica herself has had more than one run-in with the live PD cameras. Second time was uh, December 21st. You were on it more than once. Um, yeah, they came to my mom's house. Jessica thinks she's being targeted, not just by the police, but by police with cameras. Here's how her Live PD appearance went down. This is Live PD, season one, episode 57. We want to show you something that happened earlier in Spokane County, Washington. Deputies went to serve a warrant on a woman they've dealt with many times before. They cut to a cop car. It's nighttime. Uh, so right now we're just going to a female that is uh, wanted by Department of Corrections on a warrant. Um, we know her very well. She has an extensive history with us. So we're just going to go to her mom's house where she might be at and see if she's there. Don't let the horror movie music fool you, by the way. That warrant is for a low-level offense, basically for missing a date with her corrections officer. So she's not an axe murderer or anything. I'll let Jessica narrate the rest. Um, we were sitting here smoking a bowl of meth in my mom's driveway right here. 
we, it, we get our stuff together. We're driving down the driveway, and there's a cop. So she runs and hides in the bushes, but the cops brought the dog, who sniffed her out. There's office stop. And all of a sudden, boom, I'm lit up by big camera lights, the dog, three cops, and that's where you'll see the footage that they actually showed. I'm staying still. I'm staying still. Please don't let the dog bite me, and I was like, hey man, don't let the dog bite me. If you watch the footage, you can see that I'm pretty afraid of the dog. Please don't let him. I'm not moving. I She stands up out of the bushes with her hands up, and she's got no top on. She's in her bra. She had pulled off her shirt because it was too bright, and she thought it might give her away. For these earlier on segments, the ones that aren't aired live, Live PD, from what we can tell, actually does try to get consent. Jessica said no. But just like on cops, that doesn't mean they won't use it. They'll just blur your face. So Jessica's face is blurred, but nothing else is. And all the cops are kind of smirking and smiling at her. Hey, moving. This is all over DOC? Yeah, crazy. Fuck right? around. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been running because I'm thinking you guys I'm in trouble for something different. My bad. The blurred face didn't help, by the way. She was still recognized on the show by friends and by a niece who lives 300 miles away. Jessica's gripe isn't that they served her a warrant. It's how dead set they seemed on serving her that warrant on camera. They came to my mom's house. I could let me call my mom real quick and I'll ask her. We can probably I can put it on speaker and you guys can hear how many times they came here with the dog, with the cameras, beating down the door at 1.32 o'clock in the morning. When my mom goes to work, my daughter goes to, is in the seventh grade and goes to school and is a wonderful student and athlete. And beating down the door like, like I'm some pistol-toting, dope-dealing, assault rifle-carrying, badass bitch. And that's not me. Jessica gets her mom on the phone. Yeah. Mom? Yeah. Hi. Hey, uh, real quick. You're being recorded, just so you know. Okay. How many times would you figure that Live PD and the cops came over here looking for me since July? Uh, probably six. Probably about six times. Six times with cameras? Yeah. Wow. It's ridiculous. So you think you're targeted? Oh, beyond. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I worked on a live television show once, and I'll never do it again. It is truly nauseating. The pressure is through the roof, and dead air is not an option. And the producers of any live show will go to crazy lengths to fill that time with what they consider to be good TV. So would it be that surprising if Live PD did target her, all for a television show? Listen to what one of the officers said about her on the scene. She's tripping a little bit right now. Um, but she's a frequent flyer that we know very well. Um, she's been arrested lots and lots for the same kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my God, it's they know Jessica. Spokane is a small city. They know all about her. I'm pretty entertaining, I guess. You know, like if I keep them laughing and everything seems to go a little bit smoother and I don't know, I have a really good sense of humor, so. <laughs> she does actually. Jessica's a character. She's funny and she's quick. And if the police deal with her as much as they say they do, they'd know that too. After her arrest was all over, one officer even says, 
She's a hoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a hoot. In other words, she's good TV. And she was. She was weird and wacky, and she had no top on. You know, just because I'm having a bad month or a bad year or a bad week doesn't mean that they can take my face and, and my name and call me a frequent flyer, like they said. You know, I might be a washed-out junkie, but I got a good soul and a good personality, and, you know. Another reason to give credence to what Jessica is saying about being targeted she is not the only one saying this about Live PD. And then that's when I realized that basically he was filming a TV show. This is Randy from Tulsa, Oklahoma. He, too, says he was harassed by police armed with Live PD cameras when they were shooting in Tulsa. This is him and his attorney talking to local reporters about the first time that it happened. Uh, was uh 46 in Harvard. They pulled me over uh in the old Gibbs parking lot, and they searched my car. They jumped out with their film crew and everything, and they seen it was nothing in the car, no drugs at all, nothing. And they let me absolutely go with no tickets or nothing attached. Did Did they ask you to search your car? No. You were not asked to search, but they searched anyway without your permission. They always do that. You know what I mean? That's a normal procedure around with the police. Everybody know that. Then the police show up with cameras again. And that's when I was realizing this officer is actually stalking me. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a second encounter in one month. This officer came back a third time around me. Again, with the live PD crew. And I was like, what is going on? And that scared me. I ran in the house. Mm -hmm. And then they come back again a fourth time. Mm -hmm. And that's when I filmed him on my phone right here. Okay. Because it was the fourth encounterment in one month. Y'all filming for for what? Television show called Live PD. This is what Randy recorded on his phone, talking to the TV producer from Live PD and the officer who's been following him. His name is Officer Larkin. He's actually on the show a lot, and they call him Sticks, but I'm not doing that. What's interesting here is that Randy recorded them trying to convince him to sign the release so they could use their previous interactions. And you can hear how the producer and the police work together to get him to sign. Okay, and the disclaimer is for what? That's the producer talking. His name is Joe Quigley. So when I when I filmed you the other day, okay, so we could use your face. Usually everybody else's faces they sounded famous. Oh yeah, absolutely. The only guys that don't sign them are, uh, are usually guilty, and then they blur them. Usually guilty of what? Whatever. They don't want to sign. And then the officer chimes in. Yeah, people that have been arrested. In the end, Randy finally does sign. The fifth time they come looking for him. So they basically kept coming out to my house and I finally realized that these people won't go away. So basically I said, well, only way you're gonna do is you're gonna have to pay me. And that's when he come out the fifth time when they paid me and said that they was gonna put me on TV. How much did they pay you? They paid me $40. 
Live PD wouldn't tell us if they pay people to be on their show. Live PD wouldn't tell us anything, period. But Randy saved his text messages with that producer, and they check out. It looks like they paid him. But he didn't say nothing about he was going to accuse me of being a gang member. He didn't say any of that. Of all those interactions between Randy and the police with cameras, here's what Live PD ultimately aired. Live PD, Season 1, Episode 1. It's actually the very first episode of the show. There's a guy standing over here at one of these convenience stores at the back of a car with his trunk open. Randy is looking in the trunk of his car in a parking lot when the same officer and those same cameras ride up on him. Doing that stuff, coming and threatening me, me for no apparent reason. Really? What, I, what, I what did I threaten you at? Because you said that I'm sitting up looking in my trunk and you asked me what am I doing in my trunk? I said, what you Why got in the you trunk? You asked me what am I doing in my trunk? I'm a grown man. With a, with a long criminal history that I have dealt with for a long time. That's a gangster still dressing your gang color still Ain't today no in your gangster, 30s. You man. are. Do you see any flags coming out of me? I see. Once upon a time, oh, maybe. So you're trying to th- once upon a time, you know me that good. Now, if you're a viewer watching this at home, it plays as an angry citizen unloading on an officer for being profiled. It's raw, it seems real, and you might even say good for you, Live PD, for putting that on there, for giving that man his say. But what's actually happening when you hear this is that he's not just angry at the police for harassing him this time. He is angry at the police with cameras that will not let him be. They pushed him to the edge. And when he snapped, Live PD was rolling. I know Member. All right. And don't accuse me as one. I think you are. Just because I got on a blue shirt that I'm Every a Every single member. time. You're last person. week, you're on video last week wearing it too. Last week of what I woke? What the wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with me. Leave me the alone, Leave me the alone. All right, go Please on. stop harassing me, brother. Okay. Please stop harassing me. I didn't harass you. Yes, you are. The segment ends with Officer Larkin driving away and saying this. Looking at that guy through our Tulsa Police record system here. Uh, is able to see that he has been arrested a total of 52 separate times in Tulsa. Um, That goes back into the early mid-90s. And also in this uh, record system here, it shows under his group affiliation that he is in fact a certified member of the Neighborhood Crips. Okay, first of all, it wasn't 52 separate times, as far as we can tell. Tulsa PD wouldn't comment on any of this, but we checked Randy's records with the state courts, and by our count, it's not 52 arrests, it's 12. I think what Officer Larkin is doing here is counting each count as a separate physical arrest. So, for example, in 2016, Randy was arrested for driving on a suspended license. But there were four related counts. It appears that Larkin is making it seem like each one of those counts was a separate arrest. It's a little shady. And as for that gang accusation? I had never even been a gang member. I had never been a gang affiliate. Randy says that was a mistake from an incident when he was 13. That has followed him ever since. And yeah, 12 arrests, it's a lot. And some of them are for not great things. Randy has been through some stuff. But does that give Live PD free reign to approach him five times? to put something on the air that has nothing to do with any of his prior arrests, just to shame him for it. Is putting him on live PD making any of that better? Does it make him trust the police anymore? He was basically using me as a black person trying to get himself prospering further as being a policeman by accusing me of past gang affiliation. 
when I was like 13 years old. Randy is a 41-year-old man now. And I got two kids in the house with me in my custody that I take care of. I work every day. I haven't even had an off day since March of last year. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? For us, I work a few hours later in the evening at a store and they, uh, you know, give me a little bit of food and money. And I work there in the evenings mm -hmm. for us in my mental health court and my bipolar disorder. The same week that Randy went public with his story, Tulsa PD announced that they were pulling out of Live PD. But on March 29th of this year, Live PD was back in Tulsa anyway. Let's go for the first time to the Oklahoma Highway Patrol. Trooper Mistel Perkins has pulled over a vehicle. The Oklahoma Highway Patrol decided to take a crack at the show and their 15 minutes of reality show fame. And that officer, Officer Larkin, who sought out Randy five times, he got a promotion. But not in his department, on Live PD. He's now the host for one of the Live PD spinoffs. When we asked Larkin about his part and what happened to Randy, his reply was, quote, but he's such a fan. 10-4, no reply, end quote. Ms. Fine? Council President Stucker and community Might want to bring the members. mic down a little. Oh, sorry. We're back at Spokane City Council. Council President Stuckert, I'm here to speak in favor of the ordinance. Regular people have been filing up to the mic to say their piece about whether or not to restrict cops and live PD. And there's a phrase that's come up more than once. I believe it is wrong to present as entertainment the actions of people who may be having the worst day of their lives. The worst day of their lives. After talking to the people in Spokane, I'm thinking that maybe it's not the worst day of their lives they're filming. It's just like Tuesday. A really shitty day made worse every time by police armed with cameras who gave them no choice in their fame. I think this is a good first step in doing that, and I urge your support. Thank you. Debate finally ends. Everyone has had their say. So thank you, everybody, for coming down tonight and staying um, and not watching the Gonzaga basketball game. And they're ready to vote. So I want to reiterate, Live PD is a television show. It's not law enforcement. Cops is a television show. It's not law enforcement. Filming somebody where you make a profit is not a right or a privilege. When it's done in partnership with the city, we have a duty to protect our citizens. Prepare to vote. You know, when you imagine scenes like this, you always hope for like a gavel banging or each council person standing up and screaming yay or nay. Sadly, Spokane is a very 21st century town. They vote electronically with the results popping up on a big screen up front. The law passes five to one. Passes five to one. New requirements restricting reality show filming are enacted into law. We'll move on to the next legislative, last legislative item, Ordinance C-35594. Ordinance C-35594 of the city of Spokane, Spokane. Neither cops nor live PD have been in Spokane since. And Adam McDaniel, 
the legislative aide who saw something he didn't like on TV and got this whole ball rolling? He watched the whole thing happen. What did you think? Uh, it's common sense, man, and I think that that shone through. I'm excited, but it is another Monday, and I'll start on something tomorrow. I should probably mention that Adam is saying all this while scrunched down on the floor on the city council chambers on his back, getting his jacket all dirty. So, Adam, tell me what you're doing right now. I am screwing on this uh, armrest for the city council. And the great American experiment in self-governance lurches forward. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) The work never stops. It never stops. Yeah. Glamour. (laughs) That new law in Spokane, it's not totally unreasonable. It requires cops and live PD to get consent from everyone on the show. It requires them to get proper insurance. It's not super outrageous. But there is one thing in that law that I guarantee made the producers of Cops laugh out loud when they read it. The law requires that if Cops ever wants to come back, they would have to let the city review not just the footage that's going to air on Cops, but all the raw, unedited footage that they shot in Spokane. All of it. They'd have to hand over the hundreds of hours of footage they got to shoot to make one 30-minute episode. It would be like giving them the key to the hidden room in every reality show lair that has all the secret levers they pull and switches they switch to turn real life into a good story. And there's no way in hell Cops is going to show that to anyone. Not voluntarily. But voluntarily is for suckers. A few weeks ago, we got our hands on something that I never thought we would. The raw footage of cops, of one segment. I expected it would show stuff that might embarrass cops, make them look silly, the small sleights of hand that go into making reality. But what that video showed, even after all the cops I've watched in my life and all the things we found out about the show already, it truly shocked me. And for anyone who has ever watched cops thinking this is just another dumb reality show, there's no going back to that. Next time, on the season finale of Running From Cops. There's no way that there was drugs in the car. Where was that? On the floorboard where you were sitting. I was literally trying to say anything that that I could to make this cop not take both of us to jail. You're going to be placed under arrest for possession of cocaine. Just go ahead and place your hands behind your back, okay? It wasn't until we saw the raw video that we found out what the truth was. It completely blows me away. Why would somebody want to hurt my child like that? They they can deny it all they want, but there's no other explanation. Why would he do it? Running from Cops is produced by Henry Malofsky and me. I'm Dan Taberski. Our associate producers are Courtney Harrell and Diane Hodson. Joel Lovell is our editor. And thanks to Leela Day for her editorial input. Our music is by Mark Orton and John Hancock. Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky are the executive producers at Pineapple Street. The team at Topic Studios is Lita Malad and Lisa Leingang. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It means a lot, and it's also a nice way to let other people discover the show. Thanks. 
If you are listening to this and you were on COPS, we would love to talk to you. We have talked to some already, but we would love to hear from more of you about what your experiences have been with the show. Call us at 209-2-ON-COPS and leave a voicemail. That's 209-266-2677, or you can email us at copspodcast at gmail.com. You can find Running From Cops on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us and check out more podcasts from Topic at topic.com slash podcasts. 